0: You ever run into any engines on Soames?
1: Indians, sir?
0: Navajo, to be exact. Corps developed a new code based on their language. It's had quite an impact. So much so the Navy have decided to go to great lengths to protect it. That's why you're here. You're to pair with one of them, keep his ass safe. Your job is to keep him alive so he can do his job. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.
1: Hello and thank you for listening. It's real loud. sorry. Hello, thank you for listening that to loud. Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Okay. Uh, this That's is up
2: not Ho for Greater Good. That was what? Ho oh, for Greater Good.
1: Did you actually Google Translate that, or did you just make something up? I just made it up. Okay. That would actually have been impressive um, if you would have actually Google Translated it. Um, I'm going to do that right now while I do the rest I, of the That's exactly
2: where I was going to go. I don't know if there is such a thing. There's, there's, there's got to be. No, there's a dictionary, but there's not a fun um English and Navajo translations. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, okay. So anyway, so um Okay, yeah,
2: you, you go ahead with your stuff. Yeah, I'll be yeah, right Yeah,
1: yeah, you figure it out. This is Sean Allred. and joining well, episode two two hundred and thirty-one, I should say, first. And tonight we're doing uh wind talkers. Wind talkers. I am Sean Allred. And joining me tonight is Andrew Lefteer. Jemison.
0: Wind talkers is kind of what would happen after my family would eat a big mess of beans
1: when we were growing up. Sure. I get that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, the fart jokes. I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, And Sam, um, I don't see any slow motion doves vector.
2: um. Yeah, you know, I was I was expecting to see the doves, also the three hundred and sixty degree camera shot that kind of goes around in a circle. Yeah. Isn't that another one of his things? No. Is it not?
1: <laughs> no. That's the Michael Bay thing.
2: <laughs> Who does the Michael, Is it really?
1: Michael Bay does that stuff.
2: Oh. Well, I thought it was uh John Woo.
1: No, he does like he likes the slow mo and the birds and he likes the um uh, the Mexican standoffs, and there's a couple of little things that he likes yeah. to do. The, the the 360 shot around the guys as they slowly stand up. That's that's 100% Michael Bay.
2: Oh, uh, okay. For some reason, I thought Wu was the uh, uh, 360 guy. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I guess he didn't move. But just so you know, there's so many different ways to kill people in this movie. Yeah. That uh, I would probably choose uh, shooting the uh, flamethrower on your back and just kind of sitting back and snickering.
1: Sure, that's a pretty awful way to go. Um, yeah, yeah, that's
2: probably the worst.
1: Yeah, I it it takes a special kind of person to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, to do that, you know, to to do that kind of a thing. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah I yeah anyway, so yeah, this movie two thousand one, two thousand two. Sorry, Wind Talkers, starring. Um, your dude, uh, your boy, Nicholas Cage, uh, Adam Beach, Peter Stormare. We love him.
2: Yep. Um, Hulk.
1: Uh, yeah, you got the Hulk in there. Yeah, you're right. Um, and Whines uh, a
2: lot. He whines just as much as uh, Bruce Banner does.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I kind of see that. Um,
2: I mean, but... I think I would too in those situations.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. No, I'm
2: but...
0: not with you. He's also got uh,
2: Christian Slater.
1: Christian Slater, yeah. yeah. Where did was, he
2: go? Does he still do things? Where did
1: he go? Yeah, he had a TV show for about five minutes twice. Remember? Yeah. And he's on Mr. Robot right now, which is really um, successful. Oh, he's on this TV show. Uh, made a, there's a cartoon called Milo Murphy's Law, which my son and I discovered a few weeks ago, and we actually find it really funny. Uh, it's a dumb cartoon that's voiced by Weird Al. But anyway... <laughs> Um, but he did something called, uh, he's done, he was on Archer for a while. He was on some stuff. Anyway, he, um, he was on the TV show Archer as a voice, he was voiced, his name was Slater. That's pretty funny. Uh, mind so, games. Was or, it, uh,
2: Saved by the Bell? No,
1: no, no, not, not AC. Oh. oh. Um. Unless his first name is Alex, and his, he only goes by Christian Slater, then he could be A.C. Slater, which would be Yeah, funny. there you go. Anyway, he's doing stuff now. He's, he's still doing stuff. Wow. Um, and oddly enough, he's actually one of the two very big um, Star Trek connections for this this movie, which is kind of interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and you want to talk about the only reason why he's in, a, he's in Star Trek, and you'll love this sample. Um, mm-hmm. it was the movie that we did for the podcast. It was um, we've done several, but it was Undiscovered Country, and he works uh on the on the not the Enterprise but Excelsior for for Captain Sulu, and he's Excelsior. The that, he's the one that wakes him up and says, uh, "Excuse me, sir." Blah, blah 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 blah. Right. Well, his mom was the casting agent for the movie, and so basically uh, he was like, "Of she, course." She was like, "Hey, you want to be in a Star Trek movie?" He's like, "Yeah, I love Star Trek. Let's do it." And so he got to have a you know one line where he's he's barely lit um but yeah and of course the other the other one is the um <coughs> Jason Isaacs who is the major he's the other Star Trek connection but anyway um Lucius Malfoy Yeah Lucius yeah. Malfoy yeah exactly right um you want to talk about um <coughs> actors and what are they doing now the only woman in the movie Frances O'Connor her she was the nurse Yeah, She was like in everything in the early aughts and then just
2: stopped. She disappeared.
1: It was really strange. She's done, well, she was in uh, Timeline, which we did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. She's still doing stuff, but I don't, nothing I've seen. Um, She was was, in uh, Bedazzled. Yeah, Bedazzled Mm -hmm. is what I know her from, uh, as well as this. And there was something else. That I remember seeing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Timeline. This was something else. The Wedding Party. Oh, yeah, I've seen that too. I'm sorry. Um, Most recent thing is uh, Once Upon a Time. Is that show still on the air? It is, sort of. Um, yeah. She did The Conjuring 2, uh, and she's done some TV series. I didn't know Troy had a new series. She's doing something called Go Karts. Anyway, um yeah, I just she's still working. I just I, remember, I was like, oh, yeah, she was that girl that was in like five movies that I knew from that day or, back in the day, and um anyway, I guess I should uh I think I've given Andrew enough time at this point to have uh, pulled up the uh the page to to let me know what it is, unless I need to talk more.
2: No,
1: you're good. Okay. I good. Know, you're good. yeah, you're I fine. Had it, I had
0: it like an hour ago, and then I've just gone down so many rabbit holes. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. Yeah.
2: Um. oh yeah. By By the way, before I introduce that, I did find a translation, but God forbid, I tried to understand how to speak Navajo. Oh, okay. Um. From these markings and and letters, it just, uh, yeah. So, anyway, the greater good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ten minutes later. Yeah, no, still. that's
1: fine. I I looked for about three minutes, and then I was like, uh, I'm gonna get super distracted. I might as well just forget it.
2: Yeah. Well, and this is
0: why they actually, uh, you know, found actual Navajo people
2: to uh, to do it. To yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a written language, right? Is that was that was part of it? I thought. Although they had they had it written down on the pictures of the tanks and.
1: Well, they had an English phonetic a version, version of, of it. it. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Andrew. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sure so,
0: this movie is about two U.S. Marines in World War II, and they are assigned to protect the Navajo Marines, or uh, more accurately, they're presi- assigned to protect the code which the Navajo Marines speak. And they use their native language
2: as an unbreakable radio cipher. So it was not sign language.
1: No, no, I, I thought I was fairly clear in that, Sam, in in my yeah. um, in my uh, discussions yeah. with you. But uh, apparently, you, uh,
2: I was I was disappointed that there was no sign language in this movie.
1: Yeah, again, pretty I... hard for radio operators to use sign language mm-hmm. on a battlefield. But um, yeah,
2: Well will FaceTime.
1: Sure, yeah, they had that in 1940 for. Yeah. It, rudimentary.
2: I mean, I it think was, that was just
1: called, you know, it wasn't HD. It was just, hi, there's yours, there you are. I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> and your face. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually surprised that they had the technology. I didn't know this, but I, when I was reading, I read the book, The Flags of Our Fathers, the book mm-hmm. about the Iwo Jima flag, flag raising. And, I, <laughs> I didn't know this. I just assumed that the the guy that took the picture, right, he, he went back to the ship and had the the photo developed and was like, hey, this is a great photo. And Mm -hmm. then maybe he was able to make copies and then those physical copies were sent via ship, messenger ship, back to the States where that photo was later put into print. Uh, No, they actually had back then the ability to send pictures via like a fax over radio. Really, I didn't know they had that.
2: I did not know that either.
1: And so Anyway, I thought that was...
0: I think that goes back to the Baroque days. Huh. Because they say if it's not Baroque, don't fax
1: it. <sighs> wow. <laughs> wow. You just came up with the title of the show in the first five minutes. Oh, man. Did you just come up with that? I mean, like...
2: <laughs> you set that up perfectly, Sean. That was just... That's great. <laughs> I have to give credit to Dr. John VB for that. Of course you do. He's the best. <laughs> I can't fit
1: that whole thing in there in the title, but it, it's gonna somehow it'll fig, it'll find its way in there. Yeah. Man, that yep. was fantastic. Uh, I don't even have anything else clever to say after that about um, that. Uh, other than this is movie, it's a 2002 movie, and I remember this movie being way better than it was this time.
2: Um, now I thought I thought I had seen this movie. Yeah. Apparently I had not. Okay.
0: Yeah, me too i the same boat. I thought I'd see
2: it. Yep. Well, cool. So both
1: of you guys were uh, were versions, yeah. so to speak.
2: I swear, I I think because I keep the the I've seen the Thin Red Line, oh, and yeah. for some reason I get that mixed up with this movie.
1: Well, they came out like like five minutes after each other.
2: Okay, so uh, that, that's probably why I think that way then. Yeah. And for some reason in my brain, the Thin Red Line is better than this movie.
1: Um, that's possible. I I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah. Um, I've not seen The Thin Red Line because for oh, a, really? for whatever reason, I was told that it wasn't as good or something as this.
2: It's more artsy than this, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I go to IMDb homepage to pull up The Thin Red Line, and on the, f- the cover, of course, your top three are your trailers, right? And then yeah. underneath it is Best of 2018 Horror Movies in Pop Culture, and it's got 2018's Best Horror Movies, and there's Nicolas Cage looking... Really gross, because he's got blood. He's just covered in blood. Um, Apparently.
2: How far uh, Nick Cage has come since... But apparently, this
1: movie he did, uh, this Mandy horror film, is actually really good. Um, It's actually legitimately kind of scary. I mean, I don't know. Some people would argue some of his better work is when he's doing horror. I mean, Wicker Man is not very good, but 8mm was kind of terrifying and good you know so
2: yeah uh, anyway what, oh and, and of course Ghost Rider was pretty scary too
1: Ghost Rider was scary because it was so bad
2: <laughs> it made
1: you hate everything I don't know
2: um,
0: so Nick Cage yeah I can't stand him
1: okay that's fair
0: Oh, really I don't think he's a good actor I've never liked anything he's done except for maybe National Treasure. And he was the worst part of that movie.
2: <laughs> so, he
0: is I'm, my he is my uh, Ben what's his face? Ben Stiller to me. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. You didn't I
1: like just, him I, you didn't like him in The
2: Rock? No. See, he's, he's either really on or really off to me. I think like, he's always Yeah. I think it's just... I, maybe it's just the way he hits you. Like this one, he, in this particular movie we just watched with Hawkers, he had really good moments and then really bad moments.
1: I, I thought. disagree. <laughs> I, and here's the
0: funny thing. I think that everything in this movie was bad. He had one... Uh, uh, every... Uh, one... Facial expression for every scene. And it was monotone. Everything was monotone.
1: Yeah, but that's just the way he is. He's I, I,
0: He shouldn't be an actor.
1: I, well, I don't, I don't really disagree all that much. Because there, there's a lot of his movies that I like, but you could put other people in those movies and I think they'd be just fine. <laughs> um, I mean, let's be honest. The Rock is great. And it's not because of him. It's because Sean Connery is awesome.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, what I'm saying like, I love The Rock, but don't hate him. Ni-
1: 1996. But who else could? Everybody
2: would've... around him was great. Uh, I'm trying to think, like
1: in, in 96, who'd, who would who would we have liked in that role? Um, young military yeah, Chris Parrett. Uh, Chris, he would have been like 17, 16. Um, <laughs> he would have been good in everything. He would have been. Great I mean, still. yeah. I was Face Off even...
0: is another great movie, but John Travolta is the reason that's a great movie.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't like Face off. Uh, well, that's a John Woo movie, also. Yeah. Um, I thought, oh, that, that
2: 360 degree uh, dove shot.
1: Well, part of that, you're right. Yeah,
2: Gone in 60
1: Seconds, I like.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, again, it's a car movie, so like the supporting cast in that movie, I think carries it for me.
2: And here's my thing: I always think Nick Cage does better in movies where he's the the character he plays is off. Yes right? Yes. Uh, raising Arizona where he won his, is that where he won his Oscar, right? I thought it was He for, is um... amazing in that movie because he's supposed to be off. Okay, that one I kind of do like,
0: but I i think that the, he was younger. He was
1: leaving Las Vegas, Vegas is what he got. Newer no, it was Alaska Raising. No, Should have been Raising, right? Leaving yeah. Las Vegas.
2: Raising Arizona. Yeah. Raising Arizona, sorry. Yeah. What'd you say? I said raising Las Vegas or something. Leaving
1: Las Vegas is where he won his Oscar.
2: Oh, leaving Las Vegas. Okay, (laughs) said
1: it like four times.
2: (laughs) All right. So raising Arizona, he did not, but he should have. He was nominated. Leaving Las Vegas. He was
1: nominated for a bunch of crap, but not an Academy Award for that. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, So so you're not uh, so to whoever's point it was. Yes, he is a hit or miss. Andrew hates him, which is fine.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I thought he's. I I think he's kind of funny in the Crudes as the voice of the dad.
2: Voice Um, work is different.
1: Voice work is a little different. You're right. Um. So, Sam, you said in this movie he was hit or miss. I'm actually kind of curious because, in my opinion, the stuff that he did okay on was. Just being a dick um, sergeant, kind of a guy, mm-hmm. Dick Sergeant, not the guy from Dragnet. <laughs> but um, <laughs> boy, if, if you don't get that reference, kids, ask your parents. <laughs> um, but you know, like when he's just being a marine, you know, yeah, like those. Well, he's the... he's
2: shell shocked. You know, he's he's his character in this movie has gone through a pretty rough patch.
1: Wow, you used a World War I term, shell shock. That's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah like, like when he's on the battlefield, he's kind of terrible, in my opinion. And, yeah. um, and I don't know, this has always bothered me. Like, one of the reasons why I love John Wick, and this is so weird, and I've said this before, but it's because of the gunplay, like, the way they do yeah. it. Like, John Wick, like, Keanu Reeves went through rigorous training on how to use
2: clothes. Sold, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, these guys went through some boot camp, right? That's part of the trigger. These guys, the actors went through, you know, a, a two-and-a-half-week kind of boot camp so they could kind of experience
2: it. It needed about eight weeks more. But,
1: like, if I w- if I saw him, t- uh, Nicolas Cage, shoot, I don't mean from the hip. I mean, like, literally, he put the butt of the gun on his hip to fire that submachine gun and hit everything in sight, I was going to scream.
2: Yeah, I I thought the the action scenes, the assault scenes were really bad. They were. Really bad.
1: And now again, we have, we've seen better movies like that. Oh, I don't know, Saving Private Ryan. But Saving Private Ryan came out before this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not like we can't say there wasn't models to to derive from. This
2: reminded me a lot of the old 50s, like, movies where where it was just the enemy were so stupid they would just run towards you and get mowed down
1: well the japanese did do that a lot because they that's just kind of their fighting style but you're not wrong in the fact that like towards the end of the movie there was like four guys and they took out like 40 japanese soldiers that seemed
2: a little that's like medal of honor worthy yeah and you know I I, mm, no no it's a little, little over the top for me, yeah, no, not you're... to mention the tactics that that both sides were using. I would have liked to seen a little bit smarter direction on that
1: yeah the 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 part I actually face palmed was when because i i 've seen this movie I, I should have said that I have seen this movie i don't own it, believe it or not, I have seen this movie it's been a long time since i've seen it, and I remembered really liking it at the time. The only part that I really remembered was. Um, Nicholas Cage loses part of his hearing, and so his girlfriend has to kind of help him cheat, which she's kind of a hopping man. Like she, he, he gives mm-hmm. getting letters, but then and then he see, just ignores her, and then he ignores her, and then of course he dies, and we don't know anything that happens about her, which was kind of weird. Um, but anyway, but like I remember that, and then I remembered of course, the the code talker part and Adam Beach, and I but I didn't remember, I forgot Christian Slater was in this. I forgot Peter yeah. Stormare. How did you get that guy to act like a, an American gunny sergeant? What? There was, <laughs> like, wasn't gunny actually available? Couldn't they have gotten um, <laughs> our, our our buddy um, to to do the part? You know,
2: which which buddy was that, John?
1: Um, do you have it? Do you have it? Uh, I
2: do not like you. Leave me- there you go. Yeah,
1: I like that guy. I would li- I would like to have had that.
2: But
1: <laughs> anyway. Uh, I couldn't remember his name for some reason. Um,
2: God rest his soul.
1: Yeah, but like anyway, the casting was dumb there. But
0: yeah, uh, it, yeah it was really dumb because his accent
1: was it, it terrible. Came, it came out some. I mean, you got a British. Well, <laughs> yeah, you got a Brit playing the. You got a Brit playing the major in Jason yeah. Isaacs, and then you get this Russian guy playing an American. Uh,
0: in all fairness, he's Swedish, but still.
1: Oh, is he Swedish? I can't. Yeah, yeah. He plays Russian really well. He, yeah, he does. He, he comes off as Russian yeah. way more than he has ever Swedish. Um,
2: It's hard not to see him in those those types of... He's, poor guy probably gets typecast now. Well, my you know, favorite this, this role... This was his one attempt to be, you know, not typecast into the old... Uh...
1: But my, my favorite role <laughs> of his... Kevin
2: Costner trying to be Robin
1: Hood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my my yeah my my favorite role of his though is still is as um, the devil in Constantine.
2: Yeah, I yeah.
1: love that. I mean, he was great in Fargo. Well, but um, he's
2: not he's not in the on the screen as much as Constantine.
1: No, he's only in the screen the last kind of a surprise. He, yeah, he's only on the screen the last eight minutes of the movie. But he's great in those eight minutes. He eats it up. Um yeah. And and that's one of my favorite roles for him. Uh, I also still liked him in in Bad Boys too, just because he's ridiculous. Um, he's a cartoon character of a villain in that movie but everyone's a cartoon. that's the
2: one where the rats are eating the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the money yeah <laughs> uh, I, use, I use a quote from
1: that movie all the time in my real world scenarios there's a scene where Johnny Tapia is shooting the rats you know that are, that are having sex <laughs> on this bunny and he says this is a stupid effing problem but it is a problem I use it all the time whenever I'm working somewhere, <laughs> like 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 when I had to FaceTime Andrew over the week uh, last week to help him troubleshoot some issues at his school. And it's like like this is a dumb problem you have, but it's a problem that we have to fix. You know, so oh. <laughs> I use that I use that line all the time. Um, I guess but the point of what we're uh, maybe trying to say is is that. Nicolas Cage is bad in this. Like, so my point was... Yeah, it's like, he's he, not the best. He's the, the, so so the, the fight scenes for a war movie were kind of not good.
2: No. Uh, I um, will say, though, how did they make the wounds and the blood look so juicy?
1: I uh, don't know.
2: You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it wasn't thick blood. It was more like a stew it no. was watery. Yeah, right?
1: Uh, le- less like a chowder, more like a, like a soup.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. The, the consistency <laughs> was a little off in my mind.
1: I don't know. I mean, there's just so much of it wasn't good. Like, even stuff, and again, I am not a, I am not a World War II historian. Um, I have yeah. read several books on the subject. Um, and I've seen movies. I mean, that doesn't make me an expert. I think it makes me better than the average dude. But, like, some of the other stuff was like, like, those planes were low,
2: I oh mean, heck yeah, like, and to drop the the those
1: bombs. I mean, they were <laughs> when I mean they were putting the the bomb into a mail slot. Like they were they were fitting it in whole... Like that's not how that works. No,
2: I'm just, nor would they get that close to an installment that would be shooting at them. Yeah,
1: like what if they not got that low? Like what if they would got you know like, like the friggin Sahara where they shoot the gunship and, <laughs> and hits the helicopter and it blows up? Like that could yeah. happen. I guess I don't know.
2: That would have been awesome. But you know what? Okay, so you know, you know, this is my first time watching. So, so it's my first—I don't know—go at this movie. And and I actually feel kind of bad for the Native American actors in this movie because I thought they did good. I thought they did very well. Yeah. In, in what they were doing, and it, that guy was a badass. The uh, the chubby guy.
1: Oh yeah, Ro- yeah. Roger Willie uh,
2: Whitehorse. Crap. Yeah, yeah, he pulled and, that and knife I, out. I daggers that they had. And, I mean, it was like I was cheering for those guys.
1: That that character, he's it, it, a trope, but I love him in movies when he's yep. He he he's you, he, he, he speaks softly, carries a big knife, kind of a thing. Yes.
2: But um, I knew once you know the, the first time I saw him in action and he was really kicking some butt, I knew he was going to die. Oh, yeah. Like I, I was like already in my head, I was like, "This is a tropey movie, and this is this is what's going to happen. They're going to amp him up, and then somehow he's going to have to die."
1: Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, you're right. He he took on again more of evidence of the the, the villains. The Japanese soldiers in this movie were kind of awful at their job, where he killed like six of them with just a knife before they finally subdued him, and even uh. then he was still fighting off like four of them while. While he was waiting for the grenade to come at him.
2: Which which took like three minutes. They're like staring at each other. Like, okay, yes, do it. No, yes, no, yes, yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, But yet they're still struggling to get through that little hallway or whatever. I'm like, oh my God, just, just, just throw the freaking grenade. So you know I, I, mean?
1: I have some great trivia about that guy, that actor. Um, oh, yeah? So I guess I'll just go on and save it now. Because I didn't get a whole lot of trivia for the movie anyway. But he wasn't, um, they hired him to be a voice coach. To be, really? a, to be a vocal coach, because he actually is Navajo. And huh. so they brought him in to help teach Adam Beach and some of the other guys the Navajo. And when he was just there helping out, they, they put him on screen, like in front of a camera, as he's teaching these guys. And they're like, hey, actually, you, you're actually really good at acting. So we're going to make you an actor. And he's like, <laughs> okay. Because he, was, he wasn't there to be an actor, he was there just to be a vocal coach, which is really cool. Know-
2: I think he was one of the better parts of the movie. Just you know, and that that was a great choice by Wu. Yeah, no, you're, you're far better than Nicolas Cage. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: you're not wrong, uh, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. And the whole idea of Nicolas Cage uh, wrestling with the fact that he he might have to kill these guys, right, mm-hmm. to to protect the code, like I don't know. It seemed like he was jumping to conclusions there a few times, like especially the last time when the guy's like, just shoot me, just shoot me, or whatever. It just seemed way too early to do that, considering. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Uh, maybe.
1: I don't know. I, I, you lost me for a second. So I bet you were, you didn't like the struggle that he had.
2: I mean, No, it, I mean, I understand the struggle, but it seemed like, you know, it seemed far too early. To make the life or death decision whether or not to protect the code or not.
1: Um. Yeah. I just it, it, it's a mo- it's another trope that we've seen a, a couple of other times where you have someone that I mean, hell, they even did it in freaking Rogue One. Yeah. Where the guy is supposed to, you know, his 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 job wasn't to kill Adam Beach. His his job was to kill him if they capture him.
2: Yeah. And
1: of course, as he becomes friends with the guy, that's why he requests to be reassigned because he'd become friendly with this guy and he didn't think that he could shoot him. Yeah. Um, And that's when you get to another issue I had with the movie was we're at that camp and all of a sudden they get attacked and they're just completely blindsided. And I thought you heard the guy say on screen, set up defensive positions. We're going to camp for tonight. Uh Like those were the worst defensive positions (laughs) ever. My gosh. Like, It just seems so
2: somebody didn't do their job. It was let's just say that.
1: It was just so bad. And I know that this movie is based on what happened in the war, that these these Navajo were were there, whatever. None of the characters in the movie is real. The, the, The the war on you know, the Battle of Saipan was a thing and the code talkers were there and they helped, but it wasn't like anything in this movie otherwise was real. And I just thought these Marines suck. I'm just gonna be honest; these Marines were kind of bad, um, <laughs> unless the plot needed them to be perfect shots, and then in a case no one missed a shot. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, my gosh, he was—he pulled out his nine millimeter and was taking dudes out. I'm like, come on, like, yeah. He's he's killing people at like sixty yards with this pistol, and for those gun people that are listening to the show. Because say, I, I can hit a target at sixty yards. Yeah, but the target's not shooting back at you, or running. Yeah, or running. Like there's a reason why you're given a rifle, <laughs> so it could be accurate. Um, anyway, uh, enough of that stuff. The, the, um, obviously the movie has another trope that they used a lot in movies where you got there's always going to be that one guy that's racist against whatever the oh, yeah. Yeah. whatever yeah. the 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 person is. Right, like Donald Logue's character in The Patriot was that, against the black guy. And then at the end of the movie, they didn't have it in this movie, not really, he kind of had a, an epiphany, but like in the end of The Patriot, he's standing next to the black guy and he says, I'm, I'm honored to stand next to you. <laughs> like, they didn't they didn't go that far. You know, they just had this scene where he's like, man, that white horse saved my life back there, and... uh you know that was that's pretty something makes you think that maybe we could be friends with these people. It's like, no reason why you can't. You know, y- you're the oppressor here, so there's really no reason why you <laughs> couldn't be friends with them. Um, so anyway, that 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 dude's a big fat trope. Um, uh, but I will also say this: I've been to the Navajo uh, Reservation. I've been yeah, there, I've been there three times for mission trips. Uh, in high school, and college, and huh. we went to the first and third year. I went. We went to a place called Shiprock, and which is a very white version of what they call it. Um, and it's it's you know when when the, the the helicopter's panning around and Adam Beach is there with the fire and he's talking to his son. And you've got these buttes that stick up out of the ground. These these huge rock formations that stick out of the ground. The yeah. one that we were the the, the town was named after. It's this huge one, and from a distance, and I mean like a distance, like thirty, forty, fifty miles away, it looks like two ships' masts, which is why it's called Shiprock. But huh. the natives, I couldn't, I can't remember the word that they used, but it um, it means eagle, uh, crashed eagle, and so the 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 myth was is that a, a giant eagle was soaring and it was trying to kill the the evil thing serpent animal in the area and in doing so it when it killed it it crashed into the ground and all you saw sticking out was its um fanned tail feathers huh. sticking out of the ground and uh so we, yeah we were there for for the three uh, mission trips and it was it was an incredible experience and i i got to meet lots of people in the area um and it's a different culture. Um, mm. One of the very interesting things of their culture is the concept of possession. Meaning, if you are physically holding it, it's yours. If you're not physically holding it, it's not yours. So they would tell us, if you need a tool, you go to the truck, you get the tool, you use the tool. When you're done using the tool, you put it back in the truck. Otherwise, it'll, it'll walk off. A gentleman will walk by and say, that's a nice hammer. I need it now, and now it's mine. <laughs> it's, just it's just a different culture. Mm-hmm. So. And the other really kind of neat thing in that town of Shiprock, um, the, the biggest, um, best, uh, most funded building in the area was the school. They, uh, they have high tax rate, but they also have a high unemployment rate there, and most of the taxes go to the school. And, hmm. and the idea is this is, they literally told us this. They said, the reason why the school is so nice is we want kids to get an education and leave. We don't want them mm. to stay on the reservation. We want them to go out into the world, get jobs and then send money back so that we huh. can continue to help people, um, to kind of get off the reservation, you know, to, to better their lives. Cause again, when you live in an area that, I mean, you can't call 911 when you're on the reservation. There is no 911. You call the police and you hope that you live on a road that has a name or that the dispatcher knows who you are because they have a lot of roads that don't have names down there. It's, just a, it's very strange that we have this kind of very different world within our borders of our country. Um, so
2: Anyway. Um, a... But it also, it, it kind of going with that, the, with the real-life things that happened during World War II, it, it feels like this is a fairly important story. And it just didn't feel like it was well. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it was an important story, but not a good movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, You're not wrong. I I think. Uh, Yeah, watching. And maybe the today I watched it. I was. I was in a bad mood Mm -hmm. for very (laughs) various reasons, and yeah, uh, a lot of very very personal reasons. And so sometimes a movie, and we've talked about this on the show before, a movie can catch us in the right. Yeah. In the right yep. mood, and we're like, "Yeah, this movie was great, you know or it's like or even sometimes it's like I was in a grumpy mood, but then I watched Tucker and Dale, and it was great. it made me happy. <laughs> yeah, this movie didn't make me happy. I just got frustrated, Const- yeah. I just constantly got frustrated and whatever. Um, it just I'm with Andrew in the fact that Nicholas Cage was bad in this movie. I just, I,
2: I, I'll give him at least benefit of the doubt that there were moments where I didn't mind him.
1: No, you're right. Yeah, again, moments where I didn't mind him, but I think that should not. It shouldn't be. It should <laughs> for be for lead actor in a movie. Yeah, it should be. He was great, except for a couple of moments where I didn't buy it. Like that's the way it kind of yeah. supposed to be. Whereas this, where if if all we're saying is he didn't make me want to rip my eyeballs my eyeballs out with <laughs> with uh, rusty spoons, then uh, you know just he yeah, again he had moments, but it was. Um, like even the scenes that I liked him in, he didn't talk much. Yeah. You know, like when Adam Beach comes to introduce himself and he spills his drink all over his tray and he just says, hold this. And he takes his tray, he puts the salt on it and then takes his tray and walks away. Like, I liked that scene because we didn't ask Nicholas Cage to do much. You know what I'm saying? Like the awkwardness was the scene and that's what made it scene fun. Um, and there were some other moments, but. He's such a weird-looking dude. Like, when he starts laughing at that major that comes and gives him the silver star, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? You're
2: You're weird. <laughs> you know what it kind of reminds me of sometimes? Mm. The guy from The Room. <laughs> or the, uh, the the disaster art. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Bit. It's that, you know, he's brilliant because he's just so off type of idea, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's a weird bird. All right, whatever.
1: Um, I'm trying to see. Gosh, John Woo's done a bunch of stuff. Just a bunch of stuff I've not seen. Oh, I forgot we've done. Um, I forgot he did Paycheck, and we've done Paycheck. Payback? No paycheck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I see what you did there. Did we do Broken Arrow for this movie for the podcast? No. No, all right. So I want to do Broken Arrow. That's a good movie. Uh, I like that movie, too. We'll see if it holds up with your Christian Slater and your John Travolta. Uh, we've not done Mission Impossible 2, which is the worst of the Mission Impossible movies.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, totally abused the whole fake face mask thing. Yeah. Wasn't that a John Boo?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm, lab- I'm, lab- I'm labeling oh, it. Oh,
2: okay. Sorry, I missed that part.
1: No, it's fine, because uh, I forgot he did Paycheck. So we for, for the podcast, we've now done... Paycheck, Talkers, and I guess that's it. We've just done those two for the podcast, and I want to do Broken Arrow, but it's not—it's not streaming anywhere. But I—I oh. I I don't think it is. It—it it, it wasn't the last time I checked. I'd love—I'd love to do that movie though. Yeah. Um, back when Christian Slater was getting leading roles in movies. Um. Anyway. Uh wait, broken arrow. Just checking real quick. I misspelled arrow. That's fine. It's not streaming. So anyway, that's uh. fine. No, that's fine. We'll, we'll get we'll get it one day, possibly in the future. Um, I forgot Peter Stormare was in this. Oh, I wrote that. Oh, the bazooka. Okay, so going back to some of the stuff that bothered me in the movie. Mostly again, most of it's like the military stuff, and maybe because John Woo directs movies like Base Off and hard target like these kind of we live on the fringe of, of reality kind of movies so when he does a World War II movie I, I just like when the guy goes to shoot the bazooka right and then gets shot and then the other guy jumps in and picks up the bazooka and shoots it that thing blew up like it was a nuclear warhead
0: <laughs> yeah I agree that we have a hard time it's like a dissociation from reality You yeah. know. yeah like all the other movies like broken arrow and face off and stuff that you have to suspend belief for some of it. And so if,
1: because they're, because they're ridiculous, right? I mean, face off is literally the most ridiculous concept you've ever heard. Broken arrow is, you know, a dude who steals two nuclear, uh, missiles, I mean, yeah. it, there's there's very strange and weird and things happening in that, and there's there's some other movies. I mean, pay, it's
0: pay, pay, supposed pay, to be history.
1: Yeah, and, and
0: paycheck and, is the podium is not a thing. <laughs> oh, and oh, there's
2: the Japanese had it everywhere. Oh my
1: gosh, their clothes were covered in it. I mean, it yeah. was yeah, yeah, you know, you're, you're, yeah, and that and it kept taking me out of the movie. It really did because yeah. that's like a, when that grenade goes off again. That grenade went off like it was four pounds of dynamite. <laughs> and I thought, those things weren't that back then. the purpose of a d- of a grenade was to send shrapnel yep in different places. It wasn't to blow things up. I mean they were using he they actually did this in the movie and i and I also kind of face palmed at it too. They threw two grenades to stop a tank that's not what those things do
2: uh-uh. I mean, Not to mention the tank would take a grenade pretty well. Oh, yeah. Tank, it would take right? a grenade
1: and laugh at it and then shoot you. Because that's yeah. what they were for.
2: <laughs> they were made you, to. you per- hear a ding and kind of a whistle as, you know, uh, objects reflect off of it.
1: The worst case scenario would have been if there was in like uh, where the gunner port was and like the, a piece of shrapnel breaks the glass that's there and then seals through and cuts you. That's like the <laughs> worst case scenario. Yeah, uh, there's no.
2: The only time I've seen grenades, you know, where where they open the top hatch and throw it in.
1: Yeah, because that's what right? they're for. Like like in, you know, like in Saving Private Ryan, where they, yep. in order to stop a tank, they have to blow the track off of it. That's where they use those sticky bombs, and they blow yep. the track off, and then they climb on and they drop some grenades in to the tank. That's how you're supposed to disable a <laughs> tank when you don't have anti tank weapons. Anyway, <laughs> it's just, this is, a, this is a war movie, but no one working on set was, was a historian. No. Or either that or John Woo. Maybe I'm supposed to just know that, oh, this is a John Woo movie, so we're, things are going to be a little ridiculous. And maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a me problem, but um, I don't know. Um, I also wrote, uh, Fake Harmonica is the Worst. <laughs> I love the vibrato. Uh, like
2: it's not—that's not how a harmonica works. <laughs> it was so bad.
1: I mean, it's not Christian Slater's fault. He's—he's he's, he's, he's been asked oh, to do a dumb thing. Warned. But fake harmonica is almost as bad as fake music conducting or you fake know. guitar playing or fake trumpet playing. You know, it's always hard to do, especially when you have actual musicians watching. Um. But couldn't they have called <laughs> up the guy from Blues Travelers and be like, hey, can you give me a five-minute lesson on how to play the harmonica?
2: Or watch a YouTube video. <laughs>
1: yeah. 2000. Well, YouTube was a thing in 2002. Well, well, when they were making this movie, it was 2001. Yeah. They had YouTube then, I think. 2001? Yeah. The internet certainly existed. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so, therefore, I do blame Christian Slater. Um, I also always wanted to know how they got behind enemy lines so easily.
0: Oh, the the scene where he pretends to be the
1: uh yeah, the Japanese soldier, and they're they're beating up Nicholas yeah. Cage, and
0: I wondered that too. I thought, okay, well, how in the hell did they get back there that quickly? Like if the two of anybody them,
1: anybody If the two of them could that, do it, that, <laughs> not to mention
2: the only Japanese word he knows is is prisoner. What was it? It was uh,
1: it was prisoner. Yeah, prisoner.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he um, kn- he
1: knows more. I mean, he, sa- he shows off later in the movie. He just wanted to teach him one word. Yeah. Um, but my, my thought was, wait a minute. If the two of you can get behind enemy lines that easily, shouldn't you send the rest of the platoon? <laughs> like, <laughs> attack from the rear is the best way to do it. Like, that's tactics. Yeah. If you could have gotten 30 guys back there with weapons and whatever, you wouldn't have needed to... <laughs> to be all sneaky, sneaky with the radio. You could have just taken that whole group out. It's just... Again, the tactics... Is, I know we're nitpicking a, a movie about this kind of stuff, but like...
2: But still, it's a war movie. This, this, honestly, this is some of my favorite uh, genres yeah. of movies. Is the, Are these war movies, right? Yeah. And it just seems like there were so many shortcuts taken on strategy and tactics and and how things don't just explode. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it kept taking me out of the movie when the Japanese were treated like idiots. Yeah. Wow.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, again, nothing any of us have said is wrong. Uh, Although
2: maybe there were, you know the guards for that Japanese were just as good as the guards uh, that were uh, defending the uh, camp. You're probably right.
1: Yep, they were trained <laughs> by the same dude. Um, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh... Military tropes, I wrote down. The private is awkward around the new CO. Uh, hero has a flaw to overcome. A hero is put back in the situation that screwed him up kind of a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Anything else we want to say about this movie before I do clips? Well, yeah, you know, I thought
0: that, and I kind of wish that they would have made a bigger deal out of his hearing loss. Because I thought maybe they would revisit it somehow later on, and they sort of did. It's almost a hopping man. It almost is. Yeah. Because you <laughs> think that there's going to be a moment where he like misses something important, or he doesn't hear what he should hear, but that never happens.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not, or, he, or because of the uh, the vertigo, or the, yeah, he, you know, like, like somehow that was going to come back. He can't
1: walk, yeah. and in the next scene, when he's fake doing the hearing test, he can walk fine. All right, whatever. But then yeah. he gets into battle. It it should have been a thing. It it, it should have been a thing. You know, he gets punched in the ear by the Japanese guys, and he screams whatever. But like, it should have been a thing where he was he was running, and then all of a sudden he kind of like he stumbles and he just he's having a hard time walking. Like, if you're gonna give us this thing to overcome, let's watch him overcome it. But he never did. He was just it. It was only. You're right, Andrew. It was only mentioned when like Adam Beach is talking to him, and he goes, you have a hard time hearing out of that ear, huh, Joe? And he goes, oh, yeah, it's cones and hammers and rods and blah, blah, blah. And It's like, okay. He <laughs> you just, you just went through a war, and you were fine. So, yeah, it would have been great to have that as a, a thing where some yeah. higher, higher up yells into his right ear or left ear, whichever one it Maybe was. Maybe
2: we're just asking for more depth than this. Than they wanted to give us.
1: Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah, it
2: does. Yeah, I guess. And I guess. Well, I, so I, you so know. what you're saying is,
1: is that us as the as the consumer are asking too much from our director of a two hour and fifteen minute long movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay whatever. It's fine. Um, just make better movies. Here. Right, here we go. Here's number one. I laughed out loud when I heard this, and my kids looked over. I watched this while. My kids were around, but I was on my iPad and with headphones, so they couldn't hear what was going on. But, like, this happened, and I laughed. And, my, of course, my daughter comes over and goes, what, what's, what, what you laughing at, Daddy? Like, nothing. <laughs> uh, anyway, I laughed at this. <laughs> there
2: you go. <laughs> That's on par with his, uh, his crazy scream from the uh, Wicker Man.
1: Yeah, so I now have that no to go along with. There you go. <laughs> I have two. I have now a collection of nos.
2: That's great.
1: Um. Okay. Do you guys know what four F means in 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 um in terms of World War II and all that stuff?
2: I'm sorry. Say so that again. Kind of cut out. Four F. Four F. Yeah. Yeah. Fortississimo. <laughs> For uh, Ford formation, I don't know.
1: No, okay, you don't. Um, I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm I'm saying it right. Yeah, uh, that's not the right thing. Where is it? Uh, selective service. So, like when when you wanted to be in the military, you had to go get a physical. Right? Okay, and. Boy, this is giving me way more than I needed to oh my gosh i'm I'm reading history about the selective service. I'm just trying to four um, f is a classification given to someone trying to join trying to join, but they are unable to because of mental, medical, or other reasons so like Sam you wanted to join the military during World War II, but they're like, okay, yep. yeah, you're allergic to cats, so you can't. So you, <laughs> would be, you would be considered 4F, or whatever other reason, right? So I'm pretty sure that this guy should have been 4F.
0: Greek's predisposed to hyperventilate. What? I can't breathe and I get excited. God damn, must be a hell on your gal.
1: <laughs> like okay, fine. There's a joke there, but like, no, seriously, he shouldn't be in war. No, he shouldn't be there. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> how do you expect him to form? Yeah, he's uh, gonna ventilate every time. Exactly. Don't
1: start flying. He's like, hold on, guys, I gotta get my bag out here. Um, it's fine though. I've, I've been cleared by military personnel. That's just not, not a thing. Um. Here's 23 seconds of something. I don't remember what it is. Damn engine looks just like a Jap, don't he? Look, I'm no damn engine. I'm Navajo of the Bitter Water people, I'm born for the Tower House Clan. But you do look like a nep. Next time you decide to take a bath private, you let me know, or I'll kick your ass. Like that was one time where I thought Nicolas Cage was fine.
2: Okay. Seriously,
1: yep. because again, all he's doing is just being a surgeon. He's just being an ass. Whether well, he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, otherwise, whatever. Um, I captured this one because th- they could not, this guy was great, but he could not have acted more ignorant of what was happening around him. I just thought this was funny.
2: Begging the colonel's pardon, he's a Navajo of the Bear Water people, born for the Towering House Clan. Of course. Navajo. Towering cl- Klan.
1: <laughs> How are you a <laughs> colonel? Like, <laughs> he just seems so ignorant. And I, I didn't capture the part where he's like, Nicholas Cates laughs in his face and then says, actually, he was the one that, that helped out. Like, he should be getting this cross. And he's like, huh, is that that, uh, that that Indian feller? And he's like, that's when he <laughs> says, actually begging your, your colonel's pardon. He's like, whatever. Like, Okay. We get it. White people are ignorant and racist. Um, yeah.
2: Oh. Yep. He's not, Especially he, if they have a southern accent. That's true. Because that's, that's a thing, apparently.
1: Yep. Here's the only joke in the movie. Well, it's the, it's the first one, the, uh, the hyperventilate with the girl. That's kind of the first joke. Here's the, the second joke in the movie. You think too much.
0: First time I've ever been accused of that.
1: There you go. There's a joke. Um. Yeah. And, of course, he kind of he's the kind of guy who's an asshole and a racist asshole the whole time. You kind of want him to be the one that dies. But, anyway. Oh, something else that kind of pissed me off, too, about this movie was the the very ending. right? Adam Beach is doing his thing. He's talking to his son. Great. Credits start rolling, and then they do this black and white thing. And I thought they were going to do the thing where it shows the actor and then the person they were portraying. Yeah. Like yep. they do in Band of Brothers, or they've done in... Um, a handful of other movies. I, th- I don't know if they did it in We Were Soldiers. I can't remember. But I know they did in Bandit Brothers. Yeah. No, it's just these random scenes from the movie where they're black and white of the actors. I don't care. Yeah. No, neither. I stopped
0: watching after like the third one. I was like, this is stupid.
1: It was so dumb. And it's like, yeah. show me that person and tell me something about them. Even if you're just going to show me Adam Beach's character, right? Yeah. Tell me what happened.
2: And, again, it was something that made me a little upset uh, that, that they were not respecting the people that actually went through this. Yeah. Does that make sense? It was almost like a, well, we don't want to show who they were, but here's some people you might know.
1: It just, it, it like, it's, it's, it, is, it is as if they hit, the, you know, someone does a Tuskegee Airmen movie, right? There have been two. There's one called yep. the Tuskegee Airmen, and then George Lucas did one a handful of year, years ago called Red Tails, which I did not see, but I wanted to.
2: It's actually pretty good.
1: Because of the story. I like the story. Yeah. And so Cooper Gooding Jr. uh is playing a person who was li- real and existed and 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 so did Lawrence Fishburne and basically every other prominent black american black american that's not a phrase black actor during that time period you know was in that movie and and at the end of the movie you you learn about these guys, right? And I I wanted that. I really did. They so yeah. I don't know. I just
2: But it turns like, out this whole movie wasn't based on anybody.
1: It's not. It's based on
2: events. It's not based on yeah. people. Which is yeah. annoying.
1: Give me people. I want to latch on to someone. Yeah. I want to know me, that, let, that,
2: let, me, let me go look up their history.
1: Yeah, I wanna know that like you wanna talk about a movie that's based on a person? I'm 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 in the mood now to go rewatch for the third time um uh uh Hacksaw Ridge.
2: Yeah, you oh, my God. You want to talk oh, about a movie,
1: God. a war movie <laughs> that got get it freaking right. That movie's awesome.
2: It's incredible. It's like, well, and you mentioned before, they didn't show some of the stuff because people would think that it was... It was Hollywood. You know, the real of Hollywood up. Yeah, I mean, I, but this... Uh, and, yeah. it was,
1: and it was Jeez, real. Please. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay, here we go. And Sorry. now for some more bad news. <laughs> Ready? No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Um... I didn't capture much trivia because there wasn't much to have. Uh, and I've actually already said one of them about Roger Willie being hired as a dialect coach. This is the other one, Sam, when I was actually uh, capturing uh, or uh, copying and pasting when we were pre-show and I was laughing. And I said, you're going to love this piece of trivia. <laughs> Nicholas right. Cage actually learned to speak Navajo fluently for his part, despite the fact that his character in the film does not. Cage later later said that he did this to better understand the script. John Woo maintained that Cage misunderstood the character for which he had been cast.
2: That sounds accurate.
1: Yeah, that sounds crazy. So he, he basically
2: did he Wow. Did he think he was gonna be the, the star Native American?
1: I think what he I don't know what he thinks he thought the movie was gonna be. I maybe think. maybe he thought could you imagine if Cage actually thought he was gonna be the Adam Beach <laughs> character?
2: Oh my
1: gosh. I don't know I don't know what Cage was thinking whatever but that's just too funny that he would spend time, effort, and money to this learn this is yet
0: another reason that I don't like him
1: yeah I figured you'd actually like that one a lot Andrew so, mm-hmm. so uh, anyway, oh anything Lord. about this, uh, this movie we want to talk about before we get to top three
2: I think we pretty much beat this one into submission alright good
1: Excuse me
0: while I whip this out.
1: Um, We decided to do movies with, um, well, uh, okay. I didn't define it with you guys. Maybe I should have, maybe I should, I don't know, I don't care. Movies with Native Americans. (laughs) Whether or not the actor is actually Native American is irrelevant. It's about a Native, there are Native American characters in in the movie. movie. Does that make sense? Yep. Because Adam Beach isn't Native American, he's from Canada, but um, but I think he's, he's kind of native to that place, so I guess he would be technically Native American. Saskatchewan? So I, don't, I don't know. Um, but there are other movies that, like for example, I'm not saying this is what one of you would have picked, if one of you would have said The, um, the Lone Ranger, the new one. Johnny Depp is most assuredly not a Native American. No, um, he's born in Kentucky, but he's not a Native American. So,
2: no, oh, he's he's an Englishman.
1: Is this another one of your 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 arguments where you're wrong, but you're going to just stick to anyway?
2: No, I mean he's in all those movies. As he's got an English accent, so? he's, he's from England.
1: No, is um is Robert Downey Jr. from England?
2: Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, is he? From no, him? oh, he's well, Californian.
1: But he's got those movies where he has a British accent.
2: Yeah, well, he he can turn on an accent.
1: Oh, so you're saying that that's a thing that people can do? Yeah. Oh, so just like
2: just like uh, Johnny Depp can turn on an uh, a uh, American accent. Oh,
1: okay. Andrew, go ahead.
2: <laughs> we my logic. I'm
0: from Scotland. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, Andrew's clearly from Scotland because he said one thing at one time in a Scottish accent. So according to Sam's logic, he's Scottish.
0: That's quite fine. I like it a (laughs) lot. So anyway, um, my top three. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, I got an honorable mention of back to the future three.
2: Oh, nice. I totally forgot about that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Oh, wait, (laughs) they're barely in that movie. They chased him for about five minutes.
0: Yeah, I know. Not even
1: they, they chase it for 30 <laughs> seconds. They get an arrow in the side of the car. Yeah.
2: Well, well it, yeah, it, it, does, does it impact the plot of the film? Uh, Absolutely. There you go. Sort
1: of. Uh, go no ahead. Caro, That's fine.
2: They just drive back. There's
0: no movie.
1: There's, the, the bear has more uh, influence on the movie than the natives.
0: <laughs> uh, number three... Um, alien. Well, <laughs> oh, sorry, cowboys and aliens.
1: Oh, okay. I like that movie, and I, I have too. I have people, friends, that, that consider that movie the worst movie of all time. So, yeah, I was no, a no, big no, fan. No, no, no. I like it. Uh,
0: number three, Maverick. Oh, nice.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, did I say three? <laughs> number three, no, number two. Number two. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Forgot. Uh, yeah, that guy, he's great. Uh, I can't think of his real name. Yeah.
0: Joe, some, I don't know. Joe. Okay. Yeah, and then, uh, number one, our Thanksgiving favorite,
2: bone tomahawk. Oh, sure. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great one. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even Thanksgiving,
2: think I get it. I get yeah. it. Cause, yeah. Because they're eating people? No, wishbone. Yeah. Oh,
1: wishbone. Oh, <laughs> shit! I forgot about that part. oh.
2: That hurts me just remembering that scene. Just the sound. Uh, I love how I, I could I could see when you for, when you finally understood what we were talking about. And that was great.
1: <laughs> you can see the paint on my face from the camera yeah. here over the sky. Oh uh, goodness.
2: Sam. All right. I have got a number three as the revenant. Okay,
1: you yeah, have not seen that.
2: Yep. Yeah, his son is like half Native American. And then um, there's some other in there as well. Also, I also picked Maverick at my number two. Because oh, cool. I uh, love the fact that they totally Graham turned, Green
1: is his name. I just remembered it. Graham Green. Yep.
2: Yeah. They totally turned the idea of Native Americans on its head in that movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I love it. I love it. And then my number one movie is a, a movie that was shot around here in western North Carolina. And that would be I Last of the, the last Mohicans. Last of the
1: Mohicans, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's a great one. Yep. Mm. Good movie. It is. Um,
2: sad as hell, but good movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, you know, it's the thing.
2: If you have no heart, it wouldn't be sad. But you know, well, since I have a soul,
1: No, well, you don't. Um, I, it makes me feel. Makes you feel what? Feel. Oh, just feel in general.
2: Yeah,
0: just feel. Gets him in his feelings.
1: Here you go. Yep. Here's a little. Here's a little bit of this for you. Yeah, feel it. We used, right, we just, we used
2: to play um, we one of those off. Last of the Mohican songs in the stands in high school football. Really? Yeah, it was awesome.
1: That's a strange one to pull. I just boogered up my iTunes and I can't get it
2: back. Shoot. Were <laughs> you the Indians or something? No, we were the Patriots. <laughs> that's a little odd. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was it, it was filmed around Morganton, so well, yeah. we, we kind of... Took that on a little and bit. That's kind of cool.
1: Oh, uh, that's
0: right. Yeah, freedom. I got
2: gotcha. you. Yeah. Yep.
1: I also have this from the. Speaking of the Lone Ranger. Yeah, that's the but Hans that's Zimmer not version of
2: American at all.
1: I love. No, it's not. I love the. It's the Hans Zimmer version. I love it.
2: Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean, what's yours?
1: So I did two honorable mentions. Okay. solely on the fact that I worked on those movies. So, oh, I did Lord. Mandy in the Secret Tunnel. There was a, we had an actual Native American on set. He was uh, Uncle Joe in the movie or Uncle I think he actually was Uncle Joe and that I think about it. Um, okay. and Ghost Town in the Sky. Um we again we actually, you have diamonds. No, there were no diamonds. It was uh a lot of ghosts. No, there was no ghosts. There was uh, cowboys and one native, uh, and lots of shooting and gunplay. It was a fun movie. My, nice. num- my number three was The Last of the Mohicans. Uh, oh, okay. My number nice. two was The Magnificent Seven, the new one.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I had fun with that movie. And my number one yeah. was uh, Dances with Wolves.
2: See, I can't do dances. Oh, I can't. I, cannot, I have to turn it off. Oh, why? About three quarters of the way through the movie because I cannot stand the ending.
1: What, don't, what part of the ending? I mind? don't want
2: to get depressed.
1: You don't want to get them, I, you don't be reminded that the white man drove them off their land.
2: Yes, and the dog dies and I mean it's just oh, I can't. I can't. Wait. I can, it's the same reason why I can't watch any dog movie. Wait, what happens to the dog? The wolf dies. Yeah, the wolf I dies believe,
1: protecting uh, Kevin Costner.
2: Yeah, and then I think his I horse think. dies too or something like that. I just oh, I, I, I <laughs> It's been so long since I've seen the ending. I just Did know he, that I do not want I watch remember it. one, one of the
0: mad when his dog died.
2: What's that?
0: I said, did he get real mad when his dog
1: died? (laughs) (laughs) No. It was was right
2: before his dog died. Oh. He was was kind of trying to shout him down, trying to get him to stop, you know, threatening his dog.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and uh, they were yelling, and he yelled back and said, If you kill my dog, I swear to God,
2: I swear to God, I'll get really mad.
1: And then they (laughs) did kill him, so then he said... (laughs) He looked over at Stans with a fist and said, I
0: don't think you understand.
1: These boys killed my dog. And so he then yelled back over to them,
2: I do not like you!
1: And it was on from there. So, Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. I
1: have, too. That was great. Oh.
2: You know you do too many shows when when you when there is a running joke that you've completely forgotten about. Yeah. No kidding. Um, oh, dear.
1: Um... And Militant! okay, that was for corny.
2: um <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so I have not seen the end of Dance with Wolves in probably since the first time I've seen it. Oh I just, wow! I refuse.
1: Oh well, that's fine. It's a good movie, but that's fine. I get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's my number one. Cool. Uh, here we
2: go. Wait, what's supposed to happen?
1: I don't know. Freaking Harry Potter! Supposed. To... Oh, this is where you tell me. Uh, the, out of ten. Your, your score from 0 to 10 on what you would rank this movie amongst all the other movies
2: we've ever seen. Which is now available on cheapseatreviews.com. <gasps> no. The website's back? It's back. Oh, my
1: gosh. You didn't freaking tell me. You tell me now? I feel so uh, unprepared. <laughs> yeah. is it
2: re- it's, it's back almost. There's still <laughs> some problems, but it is there and has, I think, how many episodes are we now behind on it oh Let's my see, gosh episode you, you still, 185 is the last one. <laughs> you, you still have the uh
1: the october movies? what we should do for october the babadook yep, ravenous killer clowns from, this was last year's
2: yeah dude oh
1: man this is great you're, it,
0: you're behind it's, it's cool
1: so buried and bird dimmick it's gonna take, take, me, a and, and, it's gonna take uh, me
2: a long while to, to catch up folks yeah you know.
1: it is Oh, you need to take off the blog. I don't do that anymore. I stopped doing that a long time ago.
2: <laughs>
1: um, That's great, dude. That's so yep. cool. The website's back. I'm so freaking excited. Yep. Oh,
2: man. So, All right, cool. I thought I'd surprise you. There you go.
1: Oh, thanks. Uh, Yeah, I can plug that in back in the sh- in the show again. That's great. Out of 10, though, this is where you guys give me your score. i out of 10. Um, uh, Andrew goes first, as tradition would suggest. Yeah, I don't like
0: this movie, if you didn't get it by how I talked about Nick <laughs> Cage. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: I don't like it. And so IMDb gave it a 6 out of 10. I'm not going to go anywhere near that, and I'm going to say this is a nice 4 out of 10.
1: All right. Yeah. So you liked, yeah. it. You liked it less than – I'm trying to think of the last time you gave a movie – Something lower than a four. The runaway, the Michael Crichton runaway, you gave that a 3.12. That was the last time you dipped below four or under. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sam?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of right there with Andrew. I, I didn't, there were so many problems with this movie, but I feel like it should have been an important movie that I can't quite give it totally really low marks because of the possibilities it could have had. Um, but I'm still only going to give it a 4.28 out of 10. Okay.
1: All right, that's fine. Um, yeah. yeah. Last week I gave Extinction a five. I'd rather watch Extinction again than this mm-hmm. movie. I'm not gonna lie; I'd rather yeah. would. I'm even going back to other. I'm looking up the other movies I've seen that were bad that we all gave bad scores to, like. Would I rather watch Doom or this movie?
2: I'd rather watch Doom.
1: Yeah, and I gave uh, I gave Doom a three and a half. Yeah. So this movie is going to get under Doom. It's going to get a three point four five. Uh, no, I got to give it a something a different number. Um, a three point four six. There we go. <laughs> got to make the numbers <laughs> the average better for Sam. Um, Thank you. yeah, this movie. Oh yeah, three point four. Six slow motion grenades out of ten. Oh, nice. I get back into doing that. I miss doing that. Um. Yeah, I didn't like this movie either. I, I and it's funny because last week I was like, "Yeah, we're doing Wind Talkers. It's great." And the purpose of us doing Wind Talkers was for um,
2: World War Two D Day.
1: Yeah. No, not D Day. Not
2: D Day. Not D Day. Um, uh, Palm Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Thank um, you.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Um. December 7th, 1941, a date that would live in infamy um, when the Empire of Japan attacked the uh, Naval Station at Pearl Harbor. And it's um, it's an important date in history, and uh, we kind of wanted to honor it with a movie. Um, originally, I was going to force you guys to watch Pearl Harbor, the mm. Michael Bay thing,
2: now I'm wondering yeah. if we got the bad end of the bargain.
1: And you know what? We might have. Uh, at <laughs> least at least the other one the, um, the the war play is kind of prettier and nicer uh, if yeah. that makes any sense. Um it's less ridiculous, but you have to sit through an hour of romance. Not even just romance, just stupidity. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but anyway. Whatever. It was like,
2: well, it was the, the, the studios basically saying, we need women to come see this movie. Make yeah. It juicy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. That's our movie. That's our podcast. That's our show. That's it's it. It's been fun. It
2: Thank has you guys. been fun. Next and week. i
1: Um, I'm, I'm going to double check to make sure that it's still streaming.
2: Dasvidanya, Russian people.
1: Um... Oh, and adios! We have we have some Spanish. We had a couple of people from Spain See? listening. Um, nice listening in, which is cool. Um,
2: uh, so anyway, I bet I'm you just, they like the Catherine Zeta Jones.
1: I'm sure they love her, um, being that she's from Wales. I'm sure they find her very whatever. Um, so next week we are doing a very different kind of. Movie. Well, actually, no. It's actually very similar to what we did. It's also a war movie. I didn't realize that. Hmm. What's that? Beast change of, it. Beasts of No Nations is actually on the list. Oh dear lord! And that's uh another. Uh, do Ooh. we want to? We want to change it up real quick.
2: What's the next one?
1: Uh, the next one is our um our, Christmas. Yeah, our Christmas
2: movie. Oh, oh, shoot! And then the one after that is. Let's do the, the, the Western on uh, Netflix. The, the Western? Um, uh, the, the Ballad of, of Buster, uh, Buster Scruggs.
1: Scruggs.
2: Does that work well for the podcast? Because it's an I anthology. think it would be interesting because it's got five different stories in it. And it would be interesting to be able to talk about each one. I think it, I, it's very well done.
1: Well, for what it's worth, the one after the Christmas movie is The Free State of Jones.
2: Oh, I've just seen that too.
1: And then the one after that is Hitchhiker's Guide Which to the Galaxy. Which is a war
2: movie-ish.
1: Yeah. And then the one after that is Hitchhiker's <laughs> Guide to the Galaxy.
2: Yeah. It's up to you.
1: Um well you just watched Buster Scruggs. Let's do Hitchhikers. Okay. Um We'll do Hitchhiker's. I I I've I've only seen Hitchhiker's Guide like the year that it came out. And that's the only time I've ever seen it. So I I, I mean I, I don't know anything about it except that I recently found out that Bilbo Baggins is the main dude. I totally forgotten that.
2: <laughs>
1: so I know nothing about the movie. And Alan Rickman is in it, I think, somehow. I don't know anything about this movie. So we're going to do next week, we're going to do something fun and do Hitchhiker's Guide <laughs> to the Galaxy. Cool. That's a show before Sam falls asleep on the podcast, um, which wouldn't be the worst thing ever. What? Okay. That's it. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Um, check out our uh, check out our website. Holy shite, it's back! I'm so excited. Cheapseatreviews.com, uh where eventually <laughs> Sam will upload all the shows that have been on there, or that will that should be on there. He'll update the list yep. and things. Um, we'll, we'll get some stuff.
0: He has a year's worth of work to do, though. Yeah. Yes, I do. I've it's got going, a to, lot it's of going work to
1: take to him, him a minute, but we'll 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 get the website updated and um. We'll, we'll find some cool links on there for you and stuff. Uh, like us on Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash views. And uh, I was actually going to mention this earlier, but the the show is actually kind of late, but I binged-watched seasons one and two of The Good Place and enjoyed it thoroughly. It was really fun. Interesting. Um, there's a, tw- a twist at the end of season one that I did not expect... I'm not going to say anything else. Um, it was fun, and I'm now on episode eight of The West Wing.
2: Ah, oh, nice. I've
1: been told I have to watch it. I've started watching it, and I'm freaking hooked. Right. And so I actually might put on an episode while I edit the show and post it, like right now.
2: It's so good.
1: It is good. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Anyway, that's it. It. Ma-
2: it makes you miss the America that could be. Aww.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of makes me wonder, if, are these things that are happening in our White House? I doubt it. Um, anyway, and then of course, emails can go to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean Thing saying thank you so much for listening, and see you next week.